0: Hey guys, welcome back again to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast presented by Zeal Cigar, cigarsoapbox.com, and coming to you live from the Huddle Up Store studios right here in sunny Phoenix, Arizona. It is the Cut Light and Smoke podcast, and I am joined here by two of who I would call little brethren or little bros. Brethren, dude. I don't You're not little anything, that's for sure. Neither of you guys are little, both of you are like six foot 18. Or uh, do the math on that? You know, it's called you like seven three or something no, like that. Oh, so that. No, no, it's it's in my throat. I'm, I'm Something like that. Something like that. Well, I'm joined here by uh, two guys who are joined both at the hip and at the brain and in business, and that is Jake and Jake. I know you're wild already just the way I'm I'm presenting things. Yeah, so I'm speaking. Awesome of course, it is, dude. That's what I do <laughs> off the hip. All right. So here's here's my here's my question for you. So I've known you guys for a very long time, and we've been on several podcasts together. But I want to talk today about brotherhood. I want to talk about why so many men are lacking that and how to get that, particularly if you're a guy that moves into a new city and you're like, what do you do? How do you find a, a clan? How do you find a group of people or a group of guys that they can be friends with? You know, you guys grew up together, right? So tell them a little bit about your history. Jake, start with you, Jake Brown. Jake yeah. Brown's in the Got Look at the camera right there and say, hi, I'm Jake Brown. Hi, I'm Jake. Yeah, okay. Look at Jake Brown. Look at Jake Brown. Look over there and say, hi, I'm Jake Brown. Hi, I'm Jake Brown again. Okay, okay. There you go. So tell me how you guys met yeah so we actually met in high school uh we went to pv high school here locally um i think we had a couple of freshman classes together uh kind of connected didn't really talk too much then we were on the same football team and everything jake was the all-star uh playing i was kind of just there um so connected then and then going through high school we came to find out we have a lot of similarities out along well uh personalities were perfect with each other and we kind of just started hanging out from there and you know, it's it's history since then. So it's... Okay. We're, uh, okay. When one of us is there, the other one's always there right beside him. All right. Okay. Not always. Not. A, oh, wow. The truth comes out. Yeah. Well, the truth yeah. comes out. Is there trouble in paradise? What's going on? When the lights go off. Yeah. When li- Okay. 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 It's a little trouble. Okay. Okay. So you don't live together. You don't live together. No. Okay. Okay. I'm a lot from a distance. <laughs> okay. 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 And then. okay. I'll go with that. Jake Morrow. It is. The pretty Jake. The pretty Jake. Uh, look at the camera up here. There's so, many, there's, so many, there's so many. There's three different cameras right now. So I'm not sure what to look at, but I'll tell you, look at this camera up here. Oh, okay. Jake, Mr. Hollywood Morrow. Nice, nice, nice to meet you. Jake, Mr. Uh, Hollywood Morrow. How you doing? Are you trying to wink at the camera? Yeah, did. Not, no, I'm, I'm winking at you. No girls watch watches. Camera. No girls. I saw for the no girls. Gym. No. Wait, no. there's, there's women here? There's no women. No, no. I yeah. I I'm, a, I'm a in <laughs> 99.9% male industry. He does, not, <laughs> he does not swing that one. Okay. Oh. Okay. But you, got, you guys both are in relationships currently, right? Correct. So tell, so tell me the status of your relationships. I've married going on five years, actually. That's awesome, dude. Five years. Yeah, five years, dude. And when you, your, when's your anniversary? September 29th. Oh, coming up. So, coming confirmed. Coming up. Confirm, Confirm. Okay. Been together for, gosh, 12 years? 12 years. Okay. okay. So, it's been, uh, it keeps, be uh, keeps me me line. Yeah? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. What about you, Jake? I have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend? On officially for a little over a year. Little over a year. That, is that a, long, a year and a half? Is that the longest relationship you've had? No. Oh, whoa. Okay. I did not know that. Oh, most serious. So, not the longest, but the most serious. So, it's been longer, less serious relationships. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's go in. Yes. Let's just go over, Adam. We're going we're we're to go to Adam real quick. Mind interested. Yeah. We're going to go to that, and we're going to find out what's going on with you. So, right. how are you in a relationship longer than a year, but less serious? Uh, I mean, we're all younger, right? Back in the day, I thought I knew what I wanted in life. I had no freaking clue what I wanted in life, but yeah, I got a really good direction and uh, uh, kind of can actually see a future. What I thought was a future before was not anywhere close to what I got now. Okay. okay. So you just grow up, you experience life. I, I mean, I uh, um, was immature back in the day, to say the least. Can you give me the qualifications of the word immature, Jake? Can you tell me how you were, Jake? Or should I let Jake Brown tell he me how I were? Jake Brown has a heck of a story. So, Jake Brown, go ahead and tell us he a little bit about him. most things. Jake, Jake Brown, go ahead and please tell us a little bit about Jake Marr. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm so story? Story? no, I'm just saying. There is a story? story. with some there is weird story. interactions that I don't really remember. Jake was, was a late bloomer. Okay. That <laughs> had a lot to do with late, it. As <laughs> a well. late bloomer. Okay. Well, just in size. Let's go size, okay. first okay. of all. Okay. 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 It's getting weird. Um, it's getting weird. It's getting weird all late. Okay. Um... So Jake, I think you graduated high school at what, five, seven, five, six? Yep. Oh, wow. Five, six, 145. 100, Holy cow. 160. 160. How much do you weigh now and how tall are you now? He started right. hanging out with me. <laughs> so I'm six foot and 225, I think was the. Okay. okay. All right. So, but I saw <laughs> him grow until after high school. the graduated, A, went into college, and then the next, you know, I sprouted and. You know, I used to go to the bars at 21 years old and people would be, like, surprised because I have facial hair, I'm taller, I'm yeah. in decent shape. I've seen pictures. In fact, I want to show some pictures real quick oh. of who you are. And so, believe it or not, this, you're going to see in the middle right here, that's Jake in high school. Why am I sweating? said, you should be sweating more. Because while you can't see it right here, our audience at home can actually see uh, your immaturity is what you call this. The stud muffin. The stud, okay. The stud muffin. You know. Jake, they're wet. the same when he shaves his face, too. And, and my face is Yeah? Color. That's why I've had facial hair for. Nine, ten years now? That's sad. That's sad. Only 10 years. So I think I was consistently, I think I was born here. That's my, that's my, <laughs> yeah, I think I was born airy. I was coming Esau. I don't know. Yeah, I'm part, what, I heard someone say it this way. I'm part, uh, part Wookiee and part, part uh, something else, you know. I, I don't know. But I always say, I, I, I remember having hair literally on my face in seventh grade. I was the one that had a trash dash in seventh grade. <laughs> yeah, that was me in seventh grade. So <laughs> now it's all gray. Not it's all great, but like, yeah, sincerely. Sincerely, sincerely. okay. Yes. So you're late bloomer, yep. okay, and you guys spent been in high school and stayed connected after high school. Yeah. And I think that's when the relationship really kind of fell. Yeah. Oh. So we knew each other freshman year, like he said. We didn't really interact too much sophomore, junior, kind of came back to it senior year, and then after high school is when we really kind of solidified seeing each other every single day. Okay, okay. how'd that happen? Um. Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't know. I not find any other friends. So, uh, was well, speak on. for yourself, okay? Oh, uh, speak for yourself. I couldn't find any other friends. It was just one of those things where next thing you know, he, I show up at his house and just walk in and hang out, and he's coming around to mine. And were you guys were you guys working together all, at all at that point? Or are we oh, okay? All right, no. okay. We would go to the gym, hang out. Uh, we would go and play pick up basketball games, volleyball games, mm-hmm. just kind of do random activities, random trips to California. Just hey, let's go on a whim. Okay. Um. So yeah, we just had a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Just like to do random stuff all the time. So there was there was a there's a point actually where you guys are just hanging out all the time. So there was time there. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. There's a, a tremendous amount of time. How long was it when you guys were hanging out to the point where you went, Yeah, this is this is my friend. This is this is a this is a good, good friend. Thing. We're still working on it. It depends on the day. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, Dan, and you, changes. fifteen minutes ago we weren't friends right, right, minutes, right, ago. Right, yeah. right. Fifteen five, yeah. <laughs> and guys that's brotherhood right there. That's brotherhood. <laughs> well, let me tell you not just marriage couples that love and hate each other at the same time. Let me tell you, that's better. I don't know if there's ever a moment where i just clicked and I was like, yeah, that's my best friend. You don't know remember? I think it's just like your memory Kind morphed into it. So to me, to me, the, the brotherhood thing sticks when I'm going to do something I would normally do by myself. That I go, I want to make sure this guy's with me. You know that type yeah. thing. So that was just our day to day interactions, Oh, right. Okay. And instead of it being something, you know. Crazy that we had to go do or some sort of event. It was just an everyday to day life. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That was the event. I'm going to I'm always, pick rivers, come to with me. me. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the, the so the brother thing kind of, the, the time was there. Mm. Tell me a time when I, and I I preach this all the time. You guys are somewhat products of this, but um, I talk about three ingredients that that brothers need: that time, trust, and truth mm-hmm. all the time. So tell me a time when the trust you knew was there, like because that builds over time. So when did you know that there was a trust factor that was there with your brother? You were like, man, I need you to come through on this. And he did. And he showed up in a way that proved to you that he was worthy of your trust. Uh, I mean, it it doesn't even have to be like a big event. It's small stuff. Flat Mm -hmm. tire, car didn't start, having an issue at work, needed to get home, needed to get somewhere. It was the little things that just like, you you know, he just showed up for him. If I needed something, my family needed help moving something. He was instantly there. Mm. Something happened at the house, didn't even have to ask for help. He showed up to do it. Right. It was, wasn't a giant event that was like, wow, I like this guy. He showed up when I needed him. Right. There were things down the road that always happened, but like, it was just those little things that you're like, holy shit, I don't even have to ask for it. He's here to help me, my family, anyone that's close to me, he has their back just as much as I would have this. Mm. Uh, There's. Okay. Okay. So the bromance is getting real on this one, but you know, like, <laughs> are we, Well, I I think this is. Here is a weird thing that I I, I don't understand. I I understand about my gender, but I I think I think it's a crazy thing that when you're telling, when you're essentially telling a guy, you know, you love him and you respect him, you're you have to make jokes because it gets uncomfortable. And I get that. I get uh, that. I tell Jake I love him every time we hang up the phone. You know, oh, I love. <laughs> <it."> That's <laughs> no, 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 no joke. I know. I I hear you <laughs> all the time. I never get one. I love you. Just so everybody understands that. I say. Uh, oh, oh, my 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 breath. Breath. <laughs> we're in with you guys. No, but the, <laughs> the the biggest thing was you know it had to deal with family. So like mm-hmm. you know if even if it wasn't Jake, I knew I was involved with his family because if I had an issue at my house and I wasn't there, I could have my wife call his dad and be like, hey water heater's out, what do I do? And he'd be knocking on the door within five minutes. So mm. being a part of the family, it got way past the brotherhood of things. It mm. was or the friendship of things. It turned into a real brotherhood. It was like, hey, no, I'm included on all the family text messages. We're going out to birthday dinner. We're going to mm. family this or family that. And I was included in the text. And at first I'm like, hey guys, wrong Jake. Like might want to he like, got replaced it wasn't wrong jake his <laughs> name it was always getting text messages and i was the, i'm like what are you i meant my it was bringing what, t- it is my plus one yeah so to his own family events but no it became more of a family thing okay it was just like all right no his dad's my dad his mom's my mom mm. and vice versa so that's okay awesome. more than just uh hey let's go to the park and hang out it was you know a whole brotherhood thing so as as brothers what ends up happening eventually? is that that brotherhood goes through testing and trials. Mm. It always does with everybody. So there has to be times that you guys... had testing and trials in your friendship. And you're like, man, this is hard. I want to get through this. And I'm frustrated. How do you work that out? One of the biggest thing was going into business with each other. Okay. Right. So we had, you know, little things that everyone does. We move right, 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 right. Simple stuff. But most guys keep... yell at each other and say, You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Hang up. I'll see you tomorrow. You give them the yeah. truth. Right, <laughs> right. Guys guys give the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're 100%. 100% see, you know, n- not to judge females in any way, but they tend to. But do you are has back where I men shoot okay. you straight to the face, right? Right. It's right. Like if we had a problem with you, 100%. I'm going to call your ass out. 100%. So there's little things like that. But when we went into business together, you know, there was a a hard dynamic of we're both in charge. Mm-hmm. We both know how to push, push each other's buttons to piss each other off. Mm-hmm. So we had to separate, you know, understanding that business is one thing, but friendship is more than mm-hmm. this business is ever going to be worth. Right. So, and it took us a little bit to get there. It wasn't like it was one instance and it was like, all right, we're cool again. It was like six months where it's like, I'm going to punch you in the face. No, I'm punching you in the face. Yeah. There'd be, there'd be plenty of weeks where again, it's the button pushing, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like, yeah. The antagonizing is, hey, I know he's pissed off. Let's see how much further I can push it. I do have an issue with that. Um, Let me just say this really quick. Jake's spiritual gift is pushing buttons. No, really. I was just going to say, clarify. Jake Brown, Jake Brown, the orange hat Jake, the one that doesn't look at the camera ever, that guy, he can push buttons. You've done it with me before where I'm like, (laughs) what do you mean? All all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. And, uh, you know, there's a bell that goes off in my head and I go, he's young, don't kill the gun away you know so they're doing do it, it on purpose yeah though. of you course do, of do it course it on but that but that's that's one of those things yeah, so you end up with a <laughs> you do <too>, and not any <laughs> over lighters oh, shit, mama. Ball. <laughs> ball. <laughs> so let me let me ask this and clarify so when there's when there's something to resolve between the two of you how do you resolve it how do you do that is it is it one person's more the resolver like, that says hey man let's sit down and chat about this or is it a matter of like your trust is so deep in the person it's a matter of like hey i'm sorry i'm sorry and just go on see yeah i don't even think it's a it's a sorry factor it's an understanding that we have that we can look at each other and go oh shit this is a serious moment and it goes from oh i'm taking it too far to okay you know what i gotta take a second because this is about to get real and it's just understanding each other we've known each other for so long right you know on many different levels of Mm -hmm. you know going through life and relationships and you know and being married and you know me finding something serious. And it's just, right. we have an understanding of each other. So it's a moment of like, uh, okay, my, my bad. My, my, so, my bad. Right. There's no, hey, I'm sorry, let's hug it out. It's, we have an understanding of I've gone too far. I'm going to backpedal. We good? I'll correct it next time. So there's, <clears throat> you guys both know I've, I've mentored tons of guys and things mm-hmm. like that. So uh, something i like to ask guys that I want to ask both of you. And uh, if guys are watching this from Cincinnati and, you know, they've been here in Phoenix I've mentored before, uh i call it affirmation bombing and that is what's what what are two things about jake brown jake or jake are morrow therapy? no we're not in couples therapy right, so just, oh, just go with it okay yeah. it's a podcast it's his eyes yeah it is no 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 Look. what are two what are two things you really respect about him that you don't have like, that i don't have yes because we tend to be friends with people that we don't have necessarily that we don't have we tend to, we tend to surround ourselves with people. Good, <laughs> good, good leaders tend to surround themselves by people who have strengths when they're weak about things. So what are some, what are things that, that he has two things, two aspects about Jake that you, that he has or things that you really respect about him. So one, one of the big things that's really come out, uh, within the past couple of years, um, especially within business is his marketing, uh, aspect of things. Mm. Um, he's very good at, I, I'm. I'm. He's an extrovert. I'm an extreme introvert. I hate mm-hmm. talking to people. Like, yeah. I would rather not. Uh, if you were to say, let's go out to dinner, I'd be like, no, I'm gonna stay home. Um, I don't want to leave my house. Uh, and Jake's about meeting up with friends, con- connecting, meeting up with old high school guys, girls, whatever it may be. No girls. Um, no girls. Oh, wrong. Introvert, extrovert. He's, he's very good, and he has got marketing brain as well. Um, yeah. you know, within our business, I run a portion of. Uh, the business he runs the other half of things um and he has to constantly think of new ways to continue to grow that business when it's not you know excelling to the best of its abilities um he's very good at diving deep into that box thinking outside the box even um to figure out things that work best uh so his brain just works a lot differently than how mine does um very good people manager i think i'm decent um Oh well, yeah, I would have to say that his marketing brain, mm-hmm. um, how he, how well he is in front of the cameras and everything. Mm-hmm. I wish I had just a little hint of what he can do in front of the camera. He he is he's brilliant in front of the camera. He I've seen you do pretty pretty incredible things in front That's of the camera. I I know I know I think I think you I think I'm okay in front of the camera. I think you have got greatness on you, for the camera. 100, percent 100, yeah, You're all Law on me right now. So <laughs> yeah, <the talented> <laughs> tight fitting, tight fitting. So vice versa, Jake Morrow. So, to to Jake Brown, what's what's two things about Jake that you just you know absolutely? Well, he only gave me one. I think it's totally fine. Okay, but, that's fine. That's uh, fine. Big, to be to be, he, did, he gave a very long paragraph for that one thing. So he did. He, we, we, equalize God, that. I equalize that. They're going to bring high school essays. i was gonna say, Everyone thought Jake was going to be a lawyer back in the day just because he could argue with every single person. It doesn't matter if it was right or wrong. If he was wrong, he'd argue even harder. I know, right? And I the, know. The thing for me, and and he's actually. <laughs> Know. Boy, do you know. I know. Um, the, the thing that he actually taught me uh, a long time ago uh, is uh, if you're going to give a shit, give a shit. Mm. Um, it doesn't matter if it's big, if it's small. If you're not going to give a shit, then I, I'm i going to be so unbothered by it because mm. I, I just truly don't care. But if I'm going to yeah. give a shit, I'm going to give every ounce of my being to give a shit. Um, but- that's something that, that I learned from him a long time ago, whether that was with sports, whether that was with, uh, I don't want to say school, but whatever he was determined to do <laughs> and he gave a shit about... He did, I, yeah. helping family. You know, he does whatever he can do for his family. Yeah. It does not matter if it's big, if it's small, if he gives a shit about you, he will turn over this world for you. I, and that was something that I learned from him a long time ago. I, I've known Jake longer than you. Mm-hmm. And so I coached Jake in football. And so, you know, and then seeing, seeing him more into the man that he is today is just, I'm, I'm, I'm more proud than I could ever be of any athlete I've ever coached, be quite honest, be. you know, and I, pro- and probably because I've known, I think I've known you longer than most, or I'm closer to you than most too. Like I, I see you on a day to day basis, yep. or week to week basis at least. You know, we talked quite a bit. We right. kept in touch with everything. Right, right. So, and I, I don't deal with all my all the guys that I've mentored and stuff. So, the uh, so so let me ask you this. So, starting out with the original question that we that we got here, when a guy when a guy moves in and he's new to a city. That's something that's happening right now in Phoenix. It's almost epidemic proportions. Mm. Okay, the guys are moving here. They're getting jobs. Our, I mean, 85032 in Scottsdale are the two fastest-growing zip codes in the country right now. Awesome. Also, like, people are moving in like crazy. I mean, I don't know about you, but I know you guys have homes. I don't know if you've been reached out by any realtor. Hey, want to sell your home? You want to sell your home? Exactly. Saying, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So everyone's asking to buy a, buy our houses. So a guy moves here. You know, he's either single or young married. Okay, let's just say single, young, married, or engaged. That's kind of where you're at. And he's he's sitting there like, how does he how does he find brothers? What does he do to create that brotherhood? What are some things What are some things that you think that he can? Where What are some positions that he can put himself into to find a good brotherhood? I mean, just guys that can he can create a relationship like this with? Well, this is one for the generation. So okay. this relationship will never happen again. Promise you, guaranteed. Don't care who you are out there. Never gonna find a Jake squared like this. Um, for me so yeah, I'm right with I yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I actually went through something like this quite a few few years back when I moved to Virginia. I okay. moved out there for a job, okay? I knew one person in the state, okay. right? So the thing for me a- outside of work there's not really a great way to approach men unless it's in a sporting activity, mm-hmm. unless it's sitting around having a beer mm-hmm. or smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing that kind of led me to like-minded people and then it's just just being there right i i think they'll acknowledge your presence and just understanding like wow this guy continues to come back and you know making a small talk small conversation it, it's nowadays i think even back then five years ago it was very hard because nobody wants to interact face to face anymore a lot of right people, hey, online on and on, on social media on yeah and something hey let's hang out here in this event and then that event everyone's staring at their phones So for me, you know, work was, work was one thing. And Mm -hmm. then outside of work, you go grab a beer and it's, it's still a different dynamic. Everyone acts differently than they do at work than the side of it. So the hard part is, it's just going and going to a place where you enjoy. And there's going to be guys that are going to be at that place because they enjoy it too. And just, it's hard to nudge somebody sitting at a bar top, but make a funny joke, kind of listen into a conversation and just be yourself at the end of the day. Being yourself, you're going to find people that actually are going to appreciate that Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, trying to show off a nice fancy car outside of a restaurant or walking down the street with some Gucci bag running across your shoulders. Okay. nobody's going to approach you and talk to you like that, right? Be yourself. That's how people communicate. So let me, let me ask you a question then, Brown. Yes. The, uh, you know, you move to a city, all right, you move to a city and you're, you're trying to find dudes to hang out with and Jake, Jake. Morrow was, you know, savagely taken from us life, uh, in a Krispy Kreme donut accident. We won't I go her. to the batter. I have been there. Yeah. So he ate too many Krispy Kremes and that was it. So didn't go to the gym enough. That's it. So anyways, that's not I I wouldn't be that lucky. That's not I <laughs> I wouldn't be that lucky. <laughs> I'd die from choking on a carrot or something. Let me tell you. Okay. I run up. The, <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah V.A. Smacks so- me the head and I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. The, uh, this is fun. I mean, the, so, so you're in a new city. All right. You're in a new city, not Phoenix, uh, any place. You, you've been here most of your life, right? My whole life. Your whole life. Okay. Uh, and you you find yourself in a new city. What do you do to find other like-minded guys? That, so, when you say like-minded, qualify, because you said like-minded. I, I really like that, that statement. So when you say like-minded, break that into categories that you mean. And I, wa- I want to see what you think, because I have, I have an idea in my mind of what I mean by that. But what do you mean by that when you say like-mindedness? So somebody who not necessarily just enjoys the hobbies mm-hmm. that I enjoy, right? But somebody who is, can act themselves, which means they have nothing really to hide. They're not sure. worried about what other people think about them, Sure, right? They're they're appreciative of who they are and where they came from. Mm-hmm. So they're not trying to be somebody different. And then somebody, you know, there's a lot of things that we do. This is so hard for guys, so bro, because oh, so many of us, like, I mean, the, I don't know about you, but when you walk into a room, you're sizing up the competition. Oh yeah, You're looking at people like, sup dude who are you mm-hmm. you know that type thing so like it's hard yeah absolutely and then you judge the shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah right that's what i mean that's why it's, <laughs> then it can it's friends. You're like what it happened? yeah right no honestly you're a big gym guy yes yeah uh so going to the gym you said dude that's bigger than you you automatically no, nah, judging <laughs> him i don't like that guy and that doesn't happen often. But, go ahead. Yeah, but actually, <laughs> does he yeah. does he re rack his weights? Does he yeah. help somebody you know maybe right. right. struggling or new to the gym who's not yeah. very fit? Yeah. Does he does he walk over and say, "Hey, you're not doing this right. Sit down. Don't do it." Or does he say, "Hey man, just a little pointer. Like you're arching your back a lot. Let's keep it straight back." Right, and then just go somewhere else. Somebody who actually cares about helping him improve his life rather than talking shit, taking a video of him saying, "Wow, look at this nerd at the gym." Like that's not the type of guy. When I hear right, that's <laughs> not a personable dude who actually gives a shit about something. Like that's a guy who just cares what he thinks or what so it he looks like. So what the, th- he actually the thing you said to hit me that I want to capitalize on, is you said, honorable dude, mm-hmm. you want to find somebody who's an honorable dude. So that means you have a value system in your head. Absolutely. You know, this guy shares values with me and most values are X, Y, Z or what have you. Yep. And not everybody has the same values. Yep. I mean, there's, there's guys I'm, I'm, ver- I'm definitely not friends with because they don't share the same value system I do, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that's a, that's a barrier in my life, a boundary in my life I put up a very long time ago. I'm like, you know, in all honesty, I'm not, anybody who's a swinger, it's not gonna be a friend of mine, you know, but just kind of. All those guys in your circle, mm-hmm. oh, you yeah. guys with the exact same values. hundred percent. Same honor, yep. you know, same work ethic, yep. all that. Very, all of us are similar friends with them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's a huge thing. So what you're talking about too, is that, so getting into a public space is huge. Yeah. Okay. Just someplace where you can meet other dudes, Yeah. you know, uh, a I, I I goal, going onto a golf. It's how do I approach somebody without being weird? Yeah. So. Right. Why like, would you worry about weird? What what is what's let me ask you this. Yeah. What's the approach about being weird? So I, I'm more concerned about somebody coming up and being weird or creepy because that means they're hiding something from me. Oh, okay. Right. They're they're not being there's an agenda who they are. Yeah. Like, okay. Why why are if we saying Be like that? that? Well, well, like, right, 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 right. have somebody pickpocket me? Like, my wallet can be gone in five minutes? Or are you going to wait for me to walk out to my truck and then jump me with three friends? It's just, oh, yeah. That, that dynamic of, okay. like, you know, it's coming across weird or creepy is, is more know. of a concern than anything else because it's just be yourself. That's true. Just... just move to the city. Like, you know, is there a cool place to outside of this bar to get a drink? Hey, where's the best burger spot in town? Right. There's little mm-hmm. things to just start a smashing conversation yeah. Yeah. to be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. I'll check it out. Appreciate it. And that's it. You can leave it at that and then make it, the next time you see him, start a bigger conversation and a bigger conversation. But if you jump right into it, like, hey, just moved here, you wanna go out, get a burger, yes. hang out with me? Yes. I'd be like, that's, uh, that's weird, the camera? Oh, that's weird. That's, oh, that's, that's, weird. Weird. that's <laughs> weird. And then when you're talking to you, like, is there Krispy Kreme <laughs> near? Yes. Can you drive me? That's <laughs> <Can you> right. <try? laughs> There's you... gonna be a big accident with Jake Mara. Are you buying? Cause, yeah, I'm in now, actually, it's in a month. yeah, I'm in. you creepy, I'm, I'm so for food. So I, in in that regard, so you, you just moved there, and you're starting to figure out, like, what's going think I think one of the things is there's not a lot of places that guys can go to be around other guys where, like, the gym's one for sure, but then you're in competition, okay? Because you're lifting and guys are competitive. That's just part of natural juices flowing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay, but the bar, okay, if guys go there to pick up chicks, then there's competition there as well. That's the, if you're oh, going 9, at, 10, 11 o'clock at night. I, I'm making a case for the cigar bar right now. I, see, the thing about a cigar lounge is you're going there and you're usually hitting the intergenerational stuff. You're getting older guys and younger guys together to be in art. I mean, our lounge is pretty diverse, if you would, from younger all the way to older. Uh, and I think you're sitting down and you have an opportunity to actually talk with somebody. And there's no preconceived notions. You're both smoking cigars. You got nowhere to go for at least 45 minutes, you know, in that regard. So, uh, plus, I mean, we just we just saw this. We heard the stat the other day that uh, nicotine increases testosterone. The study just done in 2016, 2020 about this. Yeah, I know, right, right? <laughs> uh, and you really don't get that much nicotine. Yo, yo, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so it's 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 really interesting in that regard, and uh, I think Andrew Tate said something about that one time, and yeah, the, the study was done, like literally as a result of him kicking that, that off. So it's really interesting, interesting. He says it must be true. <laughs> Not right, <it's> right, <laughs> right. But so you're you're there, and you, you finally, you know, connect with a student, and he moves from just being a dude you see at the gym to a friend. Mm-hmm. How much time do you spend with a friend? It depends on when you're single, married, or whatever else. I understand that. But, yeah, so there's plenty of different circumstances there. But, uh, you know, it's tough, especially now since we're an older age. Like, Jake and I, mm-hmm. best friends, we really don't hang out much out of work anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we have our lives now. We have family stuff going on, whatever it may be. Uh, so it's not a constant. It's, you know, we talk all the time. We send videos to each other all the time, whatever, on Instagram. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, well. Well, you, you, all I heard was we send videos to each other. Yeah, right? of me like taking my shirt off. Um, it's not it's not weird, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we got the guy talks No worry. The guy, is. Um, no, but I, I don't know. That's that's weird for me because I'm such an introvert, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm not big. Just recently, I started going to different cigar lounges uh, to try to meet new people. Not that's, I didn't think you were gonna tell him that. Oh my god, she's, she's, You're all about, You're allowed to go anywhere you want, dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're still my favorite. Don't worry. Thank you. I appreciate that. But no, I started, you know, my big thing was I need to start networking more. I need to open a hot uh-huh. network. Right. Um, not necessarily my circle. There's a different thing uh-huh. between network and circle. Uh-huh. A circle oh, setting. explain that. Cause I think that's a really good way. Cause I think you can network without, be, without inviting guys into circles, but sometimes those network guys get into the circle mm-hmm. and that, sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's terrible. It's yeah. So uh-huh. explain uh-huh. that. So I have a very, very small circle. You know my entire story. yeah I do I do yeah here on Friday nights right right um and when guys right. try to get get invited we say no but it's also <laughs> well, yeah let's, yeah but it's also very hard to get in my circle because right. it takes a long time to trust somebody right these guys you know they were kind of referred in my circle in a sense because it's like sure. hey let's meet up on Friday hey this is so and so so and so he owns this business he runs this business he does this or that right and then over time it was like all right these guys are very like minded with me they have mm-hmm. very similar work ethic. They're all happily married dudes, um, you know, they they have a lot of the same thing I do. Um, so building that circle and team of people that I can trust was easy, but someone that I meet from the gym, you know, I'll say, hey, what's up, how you doing? But it'll take a lot for me to be like, hey, come over, meet my wife, meet my family, do this or that, let's mm-hmm. go have dinner. Um, is it? Yeah, so getting into that circle is extremely tough just because it takes a lot for me to trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I again I don't talk to anyone from high school. It's Rick. Right. He's right. the only person I communicate with from high school. Mm-hmm. It's the only person I communicate through college. Um Travis, maybe. I was just gonna say Travis, I know Travis. Yeah. I coach so Travis Rose too. too. Yeah. So talk about Travis too, but uh Travis we, we, we have, moved out of uh, the state, so he's he's gone. Um he's what, dead. he's dead to you, is what you're trying to say. He's not good, we're dead. But, but different area codes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's uh a whole networking thing to build your network, to help out others, to help out yourself, to help out your business, other people's business. That's huge in a business sense. Uh, the whole circle thing is really family. I think, family. I think when, you, when you see a guy be a net positive to culture, you want to be around that guy. You know, you see a guy doing things for his community, for his culture and things like that. You're like, that's a cool thing. That's a guy I want to be around. That's somebody I want in my life or I want to know more about that guy you know, finding out, finding out and, and talking to him at a you know, cigar bar, or, you know, bar or whatever else like that. I like different. You mentioned the gym the other day and helping somebody in the gym. This is really interesting. So, uh, I go to the same gym in there for about a year or two and I, I saw a guy who was obviously new and, and I, I've been working out all my life, you know, so on and off. I say on and off all my life. Uh, but I'm on, I'm on the on-site cycle right now okay. on the on-cycle. Uh, and, but I know enough, that, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asking about the gym, or were you doing keto? Here, I'm, I'm on keto now. Yeah. Now, nah. <laughs> then there's Krispy Kreme. Uh, but so there's a. I, I knew that he was new, and he was doing a certain exercise the wrong way, literally. Mm. And he's gonna end up hurting his shoulder if he kept doing it that, that way. And so I would, I, I wanted to say, like, yeah, "Hey, make I'll tell you something just real quick. I, I see you're new, and you know I've been here for a little bit, and just." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, please do." He's the other guy too. And he goes, "Yeah, please do." I'm like, well, if you did this and you held your held your elbow in, it's really gonna I, take all the pressure off your shoulder. You know, and he's like, oh, yeah. I said, and do you feel the contraction in your lad now? I was like, oh, yeah. I really? Do. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And, and what's fascinating, I wasn't doing that to, like, try to get any kind of friendship out of him or anything else. I, just, I didn't want yeah. to hurt himself, to, first off, because he seemed new. And if you are to the gym and you're new and you hurt yourself, you're never coming back, yeah. you know? Gym culture is so tough to get involved in. Uh Just because, I, you know, I'm the same way. I sit there and I, I'm, i you know, a foreign police. I have to be perfect form at all times only because I've had so many dang injuries from working out. Freeze, yeah, breathe. Yeah. Breathe. How many yeah. times does a coach deal have to tell you that to my stomach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just, you know, rocking back and forth and mm-hmm. or not keeping your back straight and knowing tips and tricks to that. A lot of people at the gym don't want to hear it. They think, hey, hey bro, I've been working out for 10 years. I know exactly what I'm doing. It's like, all right, well, continue on with your 800-pound leg press. <laughs> that, um, that does nothing for you. Right. But here, let me help you. You can go into a 135-pound squat and work a hundred more muscles, it'd be better off. This is how you do a lunge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so the body squat. Very, right. very difficult. Right. Because again, I see people all day long that are, have horrible form, mm-hmm. but everyone's so offended nowadays. Um, right. Hey, I'm just trying to help you mm-hmm. or hey, are you judging me or whatever it may be. I think I get away with that because I'm older. I think, I think because I look older now and I'm, I, and that's the weirdest thing for me at the gym is when I see guys what I used to be and I'm not that anymore and I can't do what I used to do. You know, I can do, maybe half a little bit more maybe than half, uh, what I used to do. At least I tell myself that when I go in. Uh, but I mean, that, that's, that's interesting. And so I'm, I'm not, I'm at either their older brother or their dad's age, mm. you know? So, and they're kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, man, that I appreciate that. And so like, that's one thing that, that I've learned, but I've also learned in the friendship factor, like there's another guy, like I intergenerationalize myself like crazy. Like I have guys who are older than me, like at the gym, I, I went up to a guy who was, uh, I thought he was like 52 53 turns out he's like 67 it's like his dad right yeah and i was like i was like i was like man, you, you, and he was killing it yeah. was like hey, kill it. way to go man and he's like yeah you know i'm getting old and i'm like i yeah, know dude 49, 49 it's all downhill it's like oh you're a pup i'm like i'm a pup how do you he's like i'm 67 i'm like you're old man <laughs> wow dude that's feels so stupid at this point you know but i, I mean and his name was gary and i remember that now, every time I see him in the gym, he's like, What's up, old man? And I'm like, I know, dude, right? You know, so it's 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 one of those things that in familiarity that you have with somebody, I think also helps build that trust mm-hmm. That that mm-hmm. you're always there. You see him almost at the same time. Now, they're more acquaintances, you know, but how you go from that into a friendship is just like, Hey, dude, you want to get a bite to eat sometime afterwards? Like that? Or you want to go, like, are you are watching the game? want to go to the sports bar and, get, and watch the game with a bunch of guys. You want to join me? Things like that, you know, so 30 should- plus, I don't think that works anymore. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. How so? So test oh. that for me because I've done it three times and it's all time, every time. Yeah, but I'm yeah. a convincer though. I'm a convincer guy. I was gonna say, uh, man, I you are a people person. We've got lots of before. You walk into a room yeah. and, and you're changing the dynamic of the room. There's not a lot of people that can do that, right. right? I think, I think, I think something that you said about like you two, introvert and extrovert. I think that's. I think it's much easier for an extrovert, obviously, to do that mm. than an introvert. That to have school and gym, not talking to anybody earbuds in the whole time mm-hmm. not yeah. you can ask jake how i am at the gym i'm there for one purpose it's to work out i don't i'm not there to make friends or anything like uh, yeah there's a community Jake's, jake, jake Mars like let's have conversations <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about one <laughs> like we, we <laughs> see somebody we know i go over and say hey hey it's so good to see you how are you just like a quick interaction she goes is that jake brown i'm like yeah i've seen him like four or five times we've never said hi to each other they just kind of like that's okay. That's all right. And it's always <laughs> like, why is he so pissed off? And it's like, it's like no, I'm just, yeah, like, I'm there to work out. I I have my earbuds. If you're in. not smiling, you do look pissed off all the time. That's just, you have a resting, resting Jake face. It's got a little bit of an Elvis Twitter, <laughs> quiver. you know, that kind of thing. So, but again, I have my earbuds in, my music's probably on full blast. If you're sitting there talking to me, I'm not listening to you. Uh uh-huh. um But I, I'm just in the You, you don't know, listen to us normally. We yeah. talk about You don't <laughs> need headphones in elective. It's only have You hearing. Elective listed to my <laughs> fathers always. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Elective listed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you we still love them. So now so th- so now you have let's say so you have a friend. You got a group of friends at this point and so on and so forth. What do you do to make that group of friends both meet each other in cuz you cuz you want I, I always say this and I heard this from a really wise man a while back. You want your crew before your crisis. You always do cuz life is tragic and time you will have cri- you'll have crisis. You'll have people die. You'll have uh, children get hurt. You'll have, uh, someone breaks into your house, someone steals your car. I mean, all these different things that you go through in life, they're inevitable to have guys there that I can say, Hey man, by the way, I need need some help right now. You know, and I have, I have a crew already, you know, but I I think, and I think I always have, you know, every stage of my life, I mean, in my twenties, my thirties, forties, and now going into my fifties, uh, I've always had that, you know? Um, but how do you grab those guys and they all meet together and that becomes their their bond, if you would. Like, they're committed to the group. What does that look it's, like? Well, I mean, I, I think I can answer because we've done it, right? right? With That's Josh and Kyle insane. here. Um, you know, there's that, that group. I, so I have a, a another group of guys that I, I'm really close with. I actually just went. I Wait, there's another one? Home. Well, it takes four Wait, or three it? to replace him. So just kidding, guys. I will still love you. Uh, but no, I, I went to Dallas and um, saw these guys Hit putting on the T-shirt. Probably. It had probably been, I think we said five or six years since we had all gotten together. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you know, but back in the day, When high school, college, after that, I'd hang out with them. And when I used to bring Jake around, it was, I think it was me and I don't want to like, I'm not trying to boast, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, Mm -hmm. but the understanding of like, they know who I am, that, that group of, Mm -hmm. of friends knew exactly who I am, what I'm about and what I appreciate in a group of friends. So bringing Jake in or bringing them to meet Jake, everyone I think was under that understanding of like, well, shit, if Jake, if they're really close with Jake, They've got to be a pretty awesome dude. Yeah. So it instantly, I think, just brought us all together. Because now if if Jake needed anything, they would instantly be there for him and vice versa. I know Jake because how close I am with them, he would show up and help them with whatever they needed. But I think it was just the understanding of like, we are the same type of people. We have the same morals and, you know, honorability, I guess you could say. Sure, sure. This is gonna be a great guy because of the people that are introducing you. <clears throat> so it it, it gets away of like, oh, hi, I'm Jake Brown. Nice to meet you. I'm from whatever, whatever. It, it gets rid of that initial hello period. To you're you're a hell of a guy. Yeah, I want to hang out with you because he's bringing you around, which means you're a hell of a guy too. So it, it just eliminates that need of trying to prove yourself as a. As a man, or I this the same person. thing as you know, here at the cigar shop, mm-hmm. you know, with our group of guys on Friday nights, mm-hmm. you know, it, they weren't all just your friends, they weren't all my friends. You know, we came together. You got together with Dale, Money Guy Dale, and yeah, uh, um, brought him in. We uh, got together with another guy you knew from your kids' high schools and everything. And oh yeah, 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 John. It started. The group started to grow, but it wasn't never like. Hey, you're not allowed here. Get out of here. Yeah, or it, it was a team vote. I was nope. like, hey, hey maybe let's keep him. In- but everybody, but everybody, but I think I think that's. I'll give you another. I'll give you another <clears throat> analogy. I think that really helps S- select guys that are going to be in your life for long-term periods. Mm-hmm. This is how I select people, Um because I do select it. I I think that I'm not I'm not saying this is a, an alpha trade or anything else like that. I'm just saying I think this is necessary for every man to get. I think uh, I look for fat people. And I don't mean fat as in Big, like like me P-H-A-T, boy. I'm not talking about ph but well that is an acronym but first I look for for faithful guys guys who are faithful I mean they're faithful to their work they're faithful to their wives faithful to their children and I could see that uh I, I see the epicenter of their life as their family and that equates magnitudes of earthquakes of, of positive net cultures as, away from them like when I when I go back to them like I see other guys around them so the, they're faithful. Second, they're available. Like some guys, I'd I love to hang out with. They're just not available. Yeah. There's just guys that are just they're just too busy. They're chasing their dream. They're chasing something else, and I, they're not available. So, but guys who are available, are like yeah, man, I'll make time. When I I don't I don't know if you understand this though. Like I don't I don't know if I've ever conveyed this to you. Um, but the fact that you guys take time on Fridays to come smoke a cigar with me says it's probably one of the biggest, deepest, deepest forms of respect to me I've ever gotten. Like, I'm like, that's cool. You could be doing, I mean, Friday night, dude, we're all at the end of our weeks. We want to go home to our wives, sit and watch a movie, order some fast food and just, or do something else like that. At least that's my version of heaven right now. (laughs) Uh, If I'm out out riding a motorcycle with you guys. So, but like, so like, as a result, like that availability, I know that that's not something that comes easily. I mean, the only thing you can't get back in this life is time, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so, so faithful available. And then um, the last one is teachable. Like, guys who are humble in their own way. Not every guy is humble, and not every guy is humble in his own way. There's, you got to look for it for some guys. Some guys are humble, and some guys just need to be humble. Like, yep. They talk and think they know everything about everything. That's not true. Uh, but not <laughs> <George>, you dare. <laughs> but, like, uh, so faithful and available to teach When I find a guy that says that, three things, a guy doesn't know everything, okay, that he's, that he's supplementing his knowledge with other people is like, you oh, i got a guy, I mean, the guy who has a guy for everything, I'm sure you guys have guys, but yeah, right. yeah. exactly. I do too. Yeah. Like, I, 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 you know, so like in, in that regard, and then the guy makes himself available to hang out and, and do other stuff and so on and so forth, and doesn't just talk about the stuff that he's interested in. He generally comes around and says, tell me, tell me what's going on in your life, man. Did you have a good day and so on and so forth and how you doing and everything else like that. I can see in like, I, I, I've seen times where we've come in and we smoke cigars and we sat down and, and you were like, I need a cigar. I need just I need to sit down on a cigar and all in a sleep of, oh. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's times that I told you, I call. I think I called Dale one time. I'm like, I need you to bring whiskey. And he's like, and he's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna get drunk. But I just need a good stiff drink today. It's kind of a, kind of hard. One of those. Days. Yeah, it's one of those days. Cause a stiff drink with a cigar sets me right. You know that kind of thing. So, and it's in those moments where you have the faithful, available, and teachable, along with the time, trust, and truth, that make for this absolute baller of a group you can get a- absolutely yeah well I-, I got a question for you because um, as we talked it's about- in your podcast it's well, in yeah. the podcast it's going to take our own podcast it's getting like millions of views all over the time and they come on my podcast try, try to did you, did you see the slip Did you see the slip in subtlety of that did you guys see that Check us out, City Yankee Podcast. Podcast, <laughs> <laughs> podcast. subtle. Play. You guys see the podcast? So, podcast is incredible. It really is. Wow, we appreciate yeah. that. It really it is. is. So, because I'm one of those guys that I only came in because Jake Brown brought me, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't you didn't know Yeah. I didn't, you, yeah. You know, I didn't play yeah. football. Yeah. Right? I didn't know any of these other guys. So I was somebody who he brought in, and sure. and luckily enough, like we we all connected, and now you know, before I was like, well, shit, I'm just Jake Brown's friend. Like I'll only go with Jake Brown. And now mm-hmm. I come in and out and hang out. We built our own relationship. But when Jake Brown originally brought me in, like, how did you, yeah. were, you oh, like, were you like, hey, shit, this is a guy, like, I don't know if yeah. I'm, this guy to come in or what, what was something that you acknowledged? Because when I first met you, you were, hey, welcome to the group, big ass hug. That's just the type of person who yeah. you are. But yeah. I, I wasn't sure how to solidify myself. So, what was your initial impression of Spotify. like, how, how, do, how did I become part of that group for you? Uh, I mean like what happened? What was something that kind of, I remember a conversation that we had that was a real deep conversation about crap you're going through in life at some point. Yeah. And I thought like, you're going to get there with guys. At certain, if you're, and this is just really weird in the manosphere, if you would, um, to be comfortable enough in your own skin that you're able to tell another guy like, hey, this is this is some shit I'm going through. Yeah. Uh, it, it's rare for guys to say that because we always we shove everything down, we just deal with it ourselves, uh, and you drink it away, you smoke it away, or do something else, you know. Yeah. That guy kind of thing. So, um, but being able to talk to other guys and so I knew after that. I think I, I can't remember what I said to you. I, I, I said something like, you know, I'm here, dude. I'm not going anywhere. You're 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 part of this family. Uh, whatever you need. You know, I, I'll I'll fire everybody I can, and I hire you to figure this whole thing out. So, um and you meant every word, 100, 100. I remember that interaction. Yeah, 100. Yesterday, yeah. And you meant it. You were truthful about it. And yeah. you didn't really know that much about me. It was just I had seen you. I'd oh, seen oh, you probably oh, for yeah. about a year. maybe maybe I'd seen you on and off for about a year in the group on and off. Yeah, yeah but not not like not even a camping trip. We didn't done a camping trip yet. No, you know. So and we're we're but Jake, Jake Mara and I are both really big campers uh it's a solid one we're solid one night, solid one nighters or one nighters. Uh, yeah in and out <laughs> Jake, Jake Brown would live in the mountains if he could uh so but the but the, the the dynamic i think when you when you let somebody in you're like you're like dude I'm, I'm I'm committed if there's anything you need, if there's something that I can do for you, you let me know and then a guy follows through with that you know that's the, that's the part where i'm like yeah that's 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 solid man that that's a solid thing. I remember guys who in high school. Like, we're that tight with me. Like, like, wreath if you ever need anything, man, you let me know. There's, there's a, I'll, I'll tell you this really crazy story. I remember being in eighth grade. And I was a bad kid in eighth grade. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't come to Christ till I was like a freshman in high school. So I was, they had like, I was always suspended. I was always in detention. I was just really bad kid, always fighting and everything else like that because I was a jerk. Um, but there's a, there's a guy who moved into our, um, into our school and he didn't have any friends, but he was kind of like, uh, for the, for the wrong side of the tracks, kind of like, you know, kind of poor, if you would, uh, kind of blue, super blue collar and that's kind of where I lived, but, uh, not to the degree where he was at. And, uh, but I became his friend. And this dude was a scrapper. This dude was a fighter. And he was like, he was never afraid of anybody. Now There there are older guys like that. Well, at one point uh, I remember like, a high school guys were like picking on me or something like that. I can't remember if it was a bus ride or what it was. Uh, and this, I can't tell you about the guy. I can't tell you the guy's name, but this guy came up to me. and goes, Hey, Reith, uh, this guy's come around again. You tell me I'll take care of him. I'm like, well, I don't want you to do anything, dude. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, no, no, don't worry about it. I remember, I remember one time those guys came up to me. It was after school and it was in the, the, the uh, hallway. Three of them did three of them teamed up on me and threw me into a locker this dude came running out of nowhere and beat the out of them. I mean, I was like, I was in all, I was like John Wick style, bro. I was like, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, come on, Wreath, let's go. I'll, I'll walk home together. Then I was like, oh, this dude, I, and to this day, like, I will never forget that guy. I'll never forget what he did. And to this day, if, like, if that guy ever called, and he has my number, if that guy ever called, I would absolutely 100%. But I do, I'll fly back. I'll, I'll do everything I can. I'll just, just little things like that. So- there's been things that a guy can do to earn earn tr- earn trust that you've already that you already did. And a lot of it, I think, something else too that we're neglecting to say. A lot of that trust comes with the character of the person you're coming with. Right. You know, like I I know him. Like, there's people that are never going to bring people in my life that are bad. Yeah, does it make sense? Or that'll be detrimental to my life, my family, or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. So, and that groups those people. Yeah, you know. So, uh, there's other people that are in my life that are like acquaintances or I'm friendly with that I wouldn't let my children be around. You know, I wouldn't let my I wouldn't let my kids necessarily hang out with their kids or anything else like that. Uh but with you and with your families, you know, if I'm out of town, Jamie calls me, so there's a maniac at the door, I'm calling you. You know, hey, I need you to get down to my house right now. I'm going to fill up. Yeah, yeah, go get the yeah. I I do. I'm just afraid You'd to, be more afraid of the guys. Just kick on don't, door. don't, don't kill him, guys. Just hold him, cuff him. I'll be, back soon. Just hold on your property. Yeah, take him off the property, babe. Yeah, you know, uh, allegedly, allegedly. But but it's also nice because you know our the wives get together as well now. Yes. Yeah. yeah, not just us getting together. Yeah, first thing. Our, the wives and girls. The wives and girls. The females. The females. The, um, but one day be wives at some point. That one. On, did I say it out loud on on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Let's get it, dude. Uh, but like, I know I'm doing that wedding. But, uh, can, I'm doing that wedding. I got cowboys. I got cowboy boots for it and shorts. Yeah. Shorts. Can I wear cool. shorts, cool. bro? Bro, can I? Did you see the hard knocks with Wil- Wilford? Or uh, Wil-, Wil-, Wil? Yeah, it's Wilford. Yeah, that's Wilford. Yeah, where he came in with that. That's what I want. I want the overalls. You're <laughs> this up, man, let's go for today. Good for a white let's go. Moonshine in your hand. Mm. Let's go. White wolf fork over here. Let's go. Let's go, boys yeah i know but i know for like kendy just mentioned tonight she was like hey yeah yeah game night with the girls on mm. friday I'm like, yeah it's fantastic you know that makes me feel good as well oh yeah um because you know she's never been one to say hey you're not allowed to go out with the boys or go out hang out with anyone yeah she's never been that type. but now it's nice because it's like hey i'm gonna go hang out dinner also, so you go find your own. my home. my wife had been so sick for so long on that thing too man my, my my you got some of you guys know the journey and everything like that if you watch social media with me uh, Jamie's feeling great now. She's been on that carnivore diet. I've been on a carnivore diet, not a stretch for me. I love I love eating meat, you know. Uh, but yeah, she's feeling much better, so she wants to do more of that stuff now. So that's it's a, it's been a it's been incredible want to go camping. Now. I know she wants to, she really does. And I'm like more than one night. Oh, she's she's a she is a, <laughs> she is a she is a multi night person. <laughs> more than, than, I think right, I think I will go home and let I her stay up back? there with yeah. you guys. I'll, I'll sleep in my bed and I'll drive right back up, you know that kind of thing because. So, but but I, I think that I think also what we're talking about, even with the camping thing, I think creating experiences to do with guys is necessary for friendship because it's there you get to see a different part of the guy you didn't see before. For, either from him, like, dry, it's it's just indulge me for a second. It's just from like seeing him drive up to his interaction with his other buddies on the road to who gathers the firewood while you're there to the, to like who cooks everything to like the guy who sits down and lets everyone do everything. That's me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, dude, because you guys love doing it. You're like, I'll get the fire out of this. I'm like, that sounds great, dude. <laughs> Did you bring <laughs> cigars? fun doing Yeah, that. yeah, You guys have fun doing the- yeah, it. I brought the cigars. <laughs> I, not, that's <laughs> exactly what <like it>. I <laughs> There you go. I, mean, I-, I brought cigars, guys. Come on, was a Cigar hey, 30. Cigar 30, 30, yeah. 30, bro. Uh, but yeah. I, think, I think those environments, and you have little, little idiosyncrasies of stories and fun things that guys do during that time that stick with you the rest of your life. Like Jeff's, uh, Je- Jeff had the... Uh, the elk, elk stew, yeah. the elk stew, and I'm like, right. this is elk stew? And do you know he put mushrooms in that? Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He put mushrooms in it. Yeah, that's what he told me. Yeah, they he put did. mushrooms in it. But I guess they're like the normal mushrooms. I have some mushrooms. I guess it's the normal mushrooms, except that he raised or something like that. You like so, know, I'll taste the mushrooms up, but I'm The mushrooms from Jeff, I'd, I'd be wondering if I'm, if I'm seeing Jesus, you know. Making burgers on. Oh, yeah. And then we forgot to clean it up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it was dark. Good job, Good job. we're doing Vegetarian. Oh shit! I've yeah. that. <laughs> it just smelled like nothing but That's, bacon grease all the way home. So that, <laughs> you're welcome. So that anybody thinks that we're you know, we don't like vegans. We have we have a dear vegan vegan friend. I don't think it's vegan. it's vegetarian. I think it's vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he eats tater tots and ketchup. Because usually vegans will not eat that, do they? I don't know. Tater tots. I have it. <laughs> it's fried and animal animal fat. I think. Um. So the final. So the final things as we wrap up the podcast. For the final things. If you were to say, what qualities do you do you think guys should look for in good friends that become brothers? What are what's one particular quality? Mine is going to be work ethic and future. So okay, I, I'm big on the work ethic. If they're going to sit home and you know play video games for seven days a week and not do anything to help better their lives, I don't want any part of it because I want someone that's going to be able to push me throughout my life. Okay, um, I want them to have a future, even if the goals are out of reach. Mm-hmm. I want those goals to set. Uh, for them, that way, one, I can help them get to it. And two, they're going to push me to further my goals. So work on mm. the future goals. Man. Okay. I uh, guess I could say uh, somebody who's true to their word. Go. And, and that can be as small as, you know, hey, Thursday, let's go uh, grab a beer and hang out. And then showing up that Thursday. Even if it's for an hour, it doesn't have to be a whole night, right. or a whole right. event, but just something. Take it over so 9 p.m. <laughs> no. Are you not out? Are you in a out? No, not used <laughs> to be. I don't used to be. It's not as bad as what I used I, But I You get the text, hey, we're going to meet up on uh, Thursday night or Saturday night. And I'm like, perfect. I'll be there. What time? Nine <laughs> o'clock. I'm, I'm asleep. For an hour so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. 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 It's just what it is. But again, somebody who's true to their word and just backs what they say. If they say they're going to do something for you, they better do it. If they say they're going to be somewhere, they better be there. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's true to what they say, that's yeah. a big thing for me. My, my thing would be loyalty. I see that with guys, you know, when, when you explain what loyalty means for, between men, uh, a little bit of what you said, a lot of what, a lot of loyalty is unspoken and being there when the guy doesn't want, want you to be there, or being there when the guy doesn't, doesn't think you need to be. I think that, that speaks volumes of loyalty. I'll give you an example. Um, and being there for certain friends, uh, through the past, not because I, not because I, I even had to be because I wanted to be particularly in times of tragedy or in times of stress or anything else like that. Um, I know that that endeared me to them and endeared me, me to, to him. But there's guys that I, I can think of maybe 12 deaths that maybe 13, if I think about it, that, um, being there for a guy in the midst of a tragedy like unexpected death. You were one of my first calls. Yeah, well, that's one of them. You're one of the 12. Mm-hmm. Uh one of the thirteen. Um, yeah, dude, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's true, sitting over there too. I mean, mm-hmm. like that. What, what that does in, it's something that men don't share enough in and that we don't respect our veterans for enough is shared grief and shared struggle really does bond men. It really does. In ways that nobody else can... If you haven't... It just, it's even hard to explain. Right. It's that connection that you just instantly have that's tethered to your soul almost. Right, right. There really is. You, 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 the the veterans that come back and they're talking about we slaying the same mud and we we, we in the same blood, all that kind of stuff. I, I get that. I understand that. And uh, I may not have experienced that, but with other guys and so on and so forth, when you walk through real hard things, divorce... Things like that with friends, you know, that, that guys that take responsibility for it but don't want to have any, you know, it's already destroyed the family. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that are, are really hard to work with. Death of children, you know, tends to bond people uh, in, in ways that are just, just crazy. Um, and then, I mean, it, and not only, I'm not trying to put it on a morbid thing, that does bond you, but then, like, being invited to celebrations of stuff mm-hmm. like that, like, just the simplest birthdays to, like, freaking... Just a family you know. Case. Yeah. Hey, we're going out Friday night for dinner. Right. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. So, so hearing that from a, I, I, I had somebody that I considered like more of an acquaintance than a friend. And uh, he he asked me this, and I, don't, I want to be careful about this on the podcast. He probably watches it. Um, he's like, uh, yeah, I'm getting married. And, and somebody I talk to occasionally and not not really, but I would call him a friend for sure. Uh, I was like, that's awesome because you're, you're coming, right? And this was out of state, this was far, and this was last minute, kind of. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, and maybe in my younger years, I probably could have gone and probably probably would have. Uh, at this point, I was like, man, I am, first off, the fact that you would invite me is I'm, I'm honored by that. I really am. And I wanted to convey that to him as much as I could. Like, I really am honored that you asked me to come. And uh, I'll be praying for you. I'm very excited about you. I, I think that's great. I, I love marriage. I think marriage is a great thing. Um, I, I don't think I can come to be honest with you. And, and what was great about that is he did what most guys don't do when, when, when guys tend to be desperate, they ask for whys. Like they're like, why can't you come? He respected the fact that I couldn't. Yeah. Like I have responsibilities here. I have a wife and family here, things like that. That did not just let me go. You know, I just can't just get pick up and leave anytime I want. Um, and so I really respected that. And I was like, okay, that's, that's really cool. They, they're he's like, I get that man. I fully understand that. Uh, and then he said, made a statement to me. He goes, hey, you're going to be missed, just so you know. Like, not just me, but all of us are going to miss you. That's cool. And I was like, that's I get I get that, that's man. Huge. I told you, the one thing I want more than anything, the best thing I ever heard in my entire life, is the guys that were fighting over carrying a guy's casket. I do. I want to see guys fighting over that. And then all of them agree on, on the men that should carry it. Yeah, And I think that's that's one of the greatest things. And if you're talking about legacy, I think that's one of the strongest legacies I've ever seen, you know, of a man in brotherhood. So. Well, we got super deep on the podcast. Should we want to end it right? There? I know, like oh, that, that's that good the death, the death type. Of, you know, you know. We got super deep. We went way down and we are way up, and now we're we're back at like ground level, I believe. We're not twenty feet deep. We're not high in the sky. We're at, we're at ground level. Any questions, comments, or insults that you guys would have for me? What's something that? <laughs> uh, oh no, Hollywood! Hollywood! Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking all the discounts. I see you, you coming, podcast. Welcome to the Yucky Podcast. We're going to talk to folk. Welcome, Welcome back. I don't want to ask a question. Yeah, then you well, ask a question. I want to hear it now. I want to hear it now. Yeah, I got it. one question. Go. You have one. Do you want oh, to sponsor us? Hey, this is our this is our new sponsor. <laughs> they don't know about it yet. yet. <laughs> uh, Cocoa5. Cocoa5.com. And uh, this is the orange one. I had it the other day on the podcast. It was good. It's actually not bad. And uh, yeah, you like it? Yeah. Okay, okay it's a very scary very- one. Uh, is my favorite one. Your cherry one? Yeah, Cherry, lime, pomegranate, and passion, orange. Passion-free. That's right. Yep. passion Uh, pretty, pretty interesting. So, I really like it. Coconut water, water, potassium. Only only like 16, 14 grams of sugar, something like that. Yep. 80 calories and the whole thing. Yeah. You want to send it to the Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, please feel free. What he said. Yeah. What he said. Let us out. Give me the question so I can end the podcast. Well. <laughs> so, what's something that you see in a, a gentleman or a younger guy that comes into your your cigar shop that you recognize as somebody that you would accept and to sit around and smoke oh that's a really good question thank you off the dome off the dome if we ever do a podcast together it will be it will be joe rogan times three i'm in um this is what i would say uh i have had that before um I, i think that relationship's weird because they just came into my cigar shop. But I would say there's guys that come into my shop that I I care deeply for Mm. and that we consider friends. And I would even hang out with outside the cigar shop. But um, second, it's like one of my other customers said the other day, one customer was talking about his business and what's going on and what he's doing in life. And then he started talking to my customer about his business and the and that customer at the counter just shut him up. And was like, Yo, man, I'm about this business right now. We're here, we're here for this guy's business. We're here for Zill Cigars. I'll talk to you in a minute. And I was like, Wow, oh, that was that was solid. So, yeah, like that guy was that guy was really cool. And I was like, I appreciate that, man. He was like, No, man, you're about your business. We're this a business, man. You're here to make money. And he's a truck driver. And he was saying like, Hey, look, man, I'm driving truck. I'm driving trucks. And that's what I do. You know. So it was really cool to have that. I really respected that. So I think. I think when I when I meet somebody like that, uh the respect given is the respect earned from me, usually. Nice. So uh I'm not I'm not a big fanboy guy, like somebody watching my YouTube and they're just like, I watch your YouTube all that as well as it's well worth. Well well well. Uh the guys who are watch the YouTube and come in and say things like, Hey man, I watch YouTube, learned a lot, it's been really cool and they leave it at that, that's really that's really cool. I really enjoy that. And I don't mind taking pictures of people, I think it's fun. Yeah. But I, I think like the the part when somebody kind of goes off like, oh man, I just can't believe it's you. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a stupid, dumb old man with a YouTube channel that smokes cigars and likes to laugh and, and talk to interesting people. That's it. Yeah, there's nothing real complicated about it. There you go. There really isn't. It's not marketing. It's just, I do it because I have to. So if you want to come in and yeah. hang out with Brett, be yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, around Buy cigars, sit and smoke. And... I, but I think that for, I think for guys, and you keep saying be yourself. I, I, I think that's one of the best things for guys that they can do yeah. is be comfortable in your own skin and those people who are coming from their own skin are going to want to be around you. Yep. They will. Because you-, you got nothing to hide. You got nothing. No, you're not being pretentious about anything. Yep. You know, I really do that. So I do think that. All right. So for the Zeal, no, 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 for the color You Spoke podcast, the Yucky Podcast. The Yucky oh, wait, Podcast. It, the Yucky like, podcast. Yeah. So first off, give, give your plug. Tell them all about your podcast. So it's the Yucky Podcast. It's something that uh, me and Jake put together. We talked to Jake and I. Jake, Jake and myself. Wasn't too good. <laughs> I know I wasn't new I ain't I ain't gonna say Mama no said, with the school mom said I special and I'm just trying to be the best that I can be <laughs> why did I get southern and hick with it I I, I don't know I don't know uh, but that's it's racist an, in some way never entre- <sighs> but it's a entrepreneur um kind of business podcast we like you know nope. really learning the most that we possibly can and there's some people out there like that enjoy learning just as much as we do so it's a lot of fun um you know we brought uh uh tue productions in to really kind of help us and honestly we're basing you know a lot of things that we've seen from you and learned from you mm-hmm. and that's how we've kind of been able to build our podcast so we're on apple and itunes it's awesome boys it's a very modified yes all the platforms um we're having a lot of fun with it so it's, it's awesome dude i was on there recently i listened to the podcast heck yeah it was, fun. It, it was, was fun. fun it was very fun it was very fun it was good very very good a lot of good stuff came out of that uh well guys thank you so much for listening to the cut Lights Book podcast. This is where I say all my stuff and everything else like that. I'm not going to do that because they're my buddies, and I'm looking forward to hanging out with them after this. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'll see you later. Peace.